Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening, folks. Thank you very, very much for listening to the date. Today is the 8th of November, year of our Lord, 2021. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bunt and Cardigan Show. I am joined by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III of the Athletic. James? We're going to do it. I told you we are going live. Oh, my God. Fine. Do it. Get it out of the way. We have All right. To so let me about. paint the picture for our listeners. Nick is wearing a black hoodie that from I, I can only see him on Zoom um, that had like a, a white type font at the top. That's all I could see. So I was like, oh, you're rocking the BNC hoodie. He's like, no, this is our this is my buckets hoodie. And for those that don't know, that's the show Nick is on um, with the good people over at uh, Wave TV. And so I asked him, I'm like, oh, so you're just you're not repping the BNC out in L.A.? I was like, where's the BNC hoodie? He's like, oh, it's it's back in Michigan. He said it like, like it was like that'd make me feel better. When I get all my stuff shipped out here, that hoodie will be included. See, yeah, you, you didn't say that prior to us going live. You made it because seem like you, you were like immediately cut. You cut yourself off to be like, no, we're talking about this on the show. Let's go live so no, we can no, no, talk no. about it. Because you said the first thing you said was I, something like when I when I came out to LA, I couldn't. Like you couldn't pack one more hoodie. Like you just don't want to. I don't need hoodies out here, brother. I don't think you love the B and C like you used to. Oh my god! Oh my god! This started it all. Gross. This is this is illmatic. You don't even mean what you're saying. You're just trying to get people. Here's the thing: is we say things to each other all the time where we think we're kidding, but people sometimes don't. Let's move on. Kind of kidding. I'm I'm kind of kidding. I just feel like. Every Sunday you're here. I'll give you that. You're here. You're recording. You're ready to go. Your mood has been, from what I can tell, you've been great. You've been in a great mood. You're enjoying life. And I just don't know. What the hell is happening right we're, now? We were on trajectory to make this the biggest podcast outside of Columbia. Like, we had Columbia on lock. And we were, the trajectory was, was grand. And you're in L.A. with the movers and shakers and. What? Okay, just, time out. That time hoodie's out. hard, though. You don't want to go here. Stop. Go ahead. I can't. I'm. 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 I'm not. I don't want to. No, no, no. Let's do it. No, I actually. It's something I, I. When I say it off the air, you'll be like, "Okay, yeah, thank you for not saying that." All right. But get us some guests. You want this to go to the moon? Get us. A, get us a guest. I've gotten us a guest. Okay. All right. You're All right. right. You're right. You're right. Jesus. Nick, I thought this was a bit. It's a can kind we talk of a, about, it's semi-bit. Can, can we talk about piston stuff? Sure. You want to talk about people. I love you, James. People. I love you too, Nick. Not appreciating something the way that you think that they should. This is a great transition. I know where you're going. You have very strong convictions about this, and I want to actually give you the floor because I know that you are the one who feels very passionate about this. I 100% agree with you, by the way. Yeah. But I know that it's your thing, so it's. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm passionate about it. I would say the word would be I'm. Con, I'm more confused. So what you're talking about is Isaiah Stewart, right? Mm-hmm. All right. You so texted f- me the other night after yeah. the Nets game. Yep. And you were like, I got out of a movie theater and I saw James texted me at like one in the morning his time, and was like, people like Isaiah should be everybody's favorite player. Yeah, like p- people should love, respect, and appreciate him way more than they do. Yeah, 
so let me let me start with this. Um, as you're listening to this, actually, I have a story up on Isaiah Stewart. Um, I talked to Kelly Olenek about kind of some of the the wars that they went through in training camp, just because they're both very competitive guys. So the, he gave me some good stuff there. Um, Sadiq talking about how he's the anchor of the defense. Uh, essentially, the story is called Isaiah Stewart is the heart and soul of the Pistons. Uh, so go check that out. Press pause on this or read it after uh, – after you're done listening, there's a, I'm sure there's a discount on there. Look at my Twitter page, go to the athletic app, whatever. All right. So it starts here. The Blake Griffin thing. Let me ask you this. How much did you love it? Him just standing over Blake like an Aztec warrior. I got to be honest. People know this about me. I'm, I'm very like, I'm notedly pro Blake and everything yeah. that happened. I don't, I don't engage in those conversations anymore. I have no ill will towards Blake. So, like, when everybody gangs up on him, I'm kind of like, hey, I say that just to be like, when that little thing happened, that little dust up, I was, like, pounding my chest. A lot of testosterone. That was incredible. (laughs) Yeah. It was incredible. So, that's where I I was – when I texted you, I I had just finished writing about Cade, and I I rewatched. It was the first time I was able to – because I I saw the – I was obviously at the game right there. It happened very close in front of me, but I, I was blocked by the stanchion of the hoop. Because you know mm-hmm. how you know where we sit at the arena, it's on the floor. But that corner is tough to see because the 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 stanchion blocks that corner. So I hadn't really got to see. I didn't see Isaiah was standing over him the way he was until I saw the photo that went online, um, and then I went back and watched the video. The roar in LCA when Isaiah did that, and on a night, and I wrote this in the story on a night that had several roars, that was the loudest. And Blake, whether you're a fan of him or not, as a Detroit sports fan, based on just how the last year has turned out, he's there's clearly like a villain thing going on. And Isaiah was the guy that stood up to the villain. Again, this time, the photo itself makes it just look like he's towering over the villain. He busted his ass in that game, blocking yeah. KD at the rim, Harden at the rim. Finishing inside. I just think, I don't know if it's new Detroit sports fans. People tell me this all the time that I need to stop. Um, when it comes to Twitter, like funneling that as the majority of fans, because it's not. The majority of fans are not on Twitter. It's just what we are accustomed it's just what to we're, seeing It's just day. what we right. see because of the job. I just think that there is a large, and this I could be wrong, I think there is a large portion of Pistons fan base that, and again, like I said, I don't know if it's new Pistons fans or just internet Pistons fans or a combination of both that are heavily prioritizing offense over what made... So I have a line in my story that says, Isaiah Stewart endeared himself to the fans by playing the way that this city learned to love basketball yeah like he is everything that Detroit wants in its basketball player and I just feel like I've seen so many comments on like he needs to come off the bench he Kelly starting would make this tick a little bit better I'm like this is a developmental year Isaiah is arguably the team's best defender second best defender he finishes efficiently inside He's not shooting a lot of threes, but we all know what's in there. It's going to come one day. Um, 
he's a he's a good dude off the floor. He's a he's a dick on the floor. Like he's everything that this the fan base that I know, the fan base that I know loves about a player. But there's just something going on about I just slowly you've seen certain things like I used to see it with Bruce Brown and clearly Bruce Brown despite the offensive limitations is a winning type player but he brings it primarily on the defensive end you you've just seen it over the years that there is a shift in some of the Pistons fan base in prioritizing offense and I just think Isaiah I think everybody likes Isaiah but like I think there's not enough I'll say this I don't see enough beef stew jerseys at LCA when I go and that surprises I, you know, me. I think that you're right. And I think that a lot of it probably has to do with just the way that the game is marketed. And so if you are somebody who <clears throat> are, uh, and I don't mean this in a demeaning way. I mean this very literally. Like if you are sort of a casual viewer of the NBA and you get a lot of your um, insight through social and stuff like that, like whatever social breaks the you know, House of Highlights or Bleach Report will post – um, 95 times out of 100, it's going to be some sort of an offensive thing. And when there's such a strict emphasis on it, like that's just what that's what's flashy to people. And like, that's what's cool. And so a lot of those same people like weren't old enough to see Detroit be good. Right. And, uh, you know, when they were playing a winning brand of basketball with that was largely predicated on defensive effort. So. I think that's just sort of where it is now is like the, the flashiness and, and, and the scoring and the passes that you can pull off um, is more fun than what Isaiah brings to the table because it, the truth is that it is. It is more fun, but it's just the latter uh, means more to us uh, as a, you know, as like a fan base because that's that's like how we identify with them. Right. So, and I would say in arena – when Isaiah does good stuff, that stuff usually gets the loudest cheers. So people who are there, it, maybe Isaiah is a, a, a in-the-moment attraction. Like, you need to see it to feel the energy. Um, but, yeah, like, seeing – we've talked about it. Like, seeing all the Kelly – like, Kelly should start, and it's like – I agree with that. Oh, that's I, I weird. get it, but, like, Isaiah's – he's playing pretty well this year, and he's 20. Like, he's yeah. – this is about setting up for the future. This isn't about trying to win now. He hit a uh... – uh, he, he he sized up on I don't remember if it was Lamarcus or even Katie I don't remember who it was the eighteen footer, woo yeah you know that's Ooh. in his bag no I know but every time he does it I'm like okay Isaiah like yeah. okay um, the crossover on Embiid earlier this stop it where he like faked the DHO that wasn't there and I don't know if yeah. Embiid knew that it wasn't there so he crossed back over and just left him yeah I didn't know Isaiah had that in his bag. No, and I wasn't even I wasn't able to watch that game live. I was actually at a comedy show for that game. Um, incidentally, so were you at Little Caesars Arena. Um, but I, <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a pretty good game till the end, though. Was it? I, yeah. I literally I know nothing. I I like the court. The Philly, I like b- both the courts that we played in this weekend. I the t- the uh, the uh, city edition court is a lot cooler in person. It looks good, and the jerseys are really sick in person. Even the tops, they've. Give the Pistons credit. They get a lot of flack for their um, jersey and attires over the year. They did a really good job with the city edition stuff from the floor to the warm-ups to the jerseys. I would They're all A's. All, the the all warm-ups A's. are insane. Yeah. It's a perfect blend of throwback and new school. Yeah. It looks really – they look really clean. I uh, That Brooklyn game, um, it you felt scream, very- How many times did you scream Cade's name? 
out of out of I, bliss. There was one time I fell over. The it was it was the jumper pull, over it, Patty. Yep, the pull up that he had. I yeah. fell over in my chair. Um, it was a big moment. I, I uh, it the the game just felt very reminiscent of last year. Yes, it was. It, it felt, was probably the. Tr- like I say in the Philly game, it was starting. That was the early remnants of okay. This is a little closer to the team last year, and then the Nets game was full. Yeah, Pistons are going to make life hell for you. They're going to lose, but they're going to make life hell for you for forty-eight minutes. And I also I want to say this. I texted you about this. You've impressed me. Have I? You have used. You didn't like me. You didn't like it when I texted you this, but I was being dead serious. Mm-hmm. You have used the following words. To describe Cade Cunningham on Twitter, ridiculous and incredible, and I just want to say, from the bottom of my heart, that was awesome, because you typically are just like, oh, nice move, or like, wow, good pass, but you were like, some of these interior passes that Cade makes are ridiculous, or like, yeah. I, I don't remember what you said. Yeah, yeah something like that. Um, and I was just like, look at James, falling in love. Just Stop. like the rest of us. Just Stop. like the rest of I call, us. I, I give credit when credit is due, and there were some some just ridiculous passes. So I got to describe it. I got to I'm I got to say two things. Please say them both, if I may. Oh, t- on this the, podcast, the floor is yours. Uh, first thing, I've gotten three people have like mentioned this to me, and I'm like, you're right. It's funny to me that everybody's collectively annoyed about it. Why do we have five days off? I love it. You, surely. Yeah, 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 sure. But is it just because we, like, I don't know. That's weird. It is weird. There's usually, if I recall, there's usually a weird a weird thing like that in each half of the season for most mm. teams. Um, sure. I think part of it is Detroit, well, Detroit did spend the first, essentially, week of the season on the road. Yeah. And when they got back, so they get back from the road, play Orlando on a Saturday, have to fly to Brooklyn on a Sunday, come back, play two home games. Like, they've, they've had a, a weird – I mean, I'm sure if you look at the strength of schedule, it's, I don't know if that plays into it, but they've had a very tough schedule, as we all know. Yeah. Um, except you ask some fans, they should be 8-0 or whatever the record is. What's, what are they? 1-6? One 1-8. And one and eight. One and eight. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. That There's usually something like that. Four, this is like maybe a day longer than usual. Um, but it's yeah, it's yeah. Luckily, the schedule softens up a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. There's kinda. There's I would say there's two winnable games this week. I don't think they. I don't. You can. They can beat Toronto. I wouldn't bet money on the Pistons beating Toronto, but I. I think they have legitimate legitimate chances to beat Houston and Cleveland. Yeah. Um. I know we have Sacramento coming up at some point in this month. Um. Hey. A fun little thing before I say the second thing. I was, I was gonna, gonna say, say, did you forget about that? Okay, go ahead. No, I still got it. I still got it up here. Uh so without explaining why, I will be at both the Clipper and the Laker game. Hey, so I'm gonna see you yeah, three I'll times. See, I'll when- see you at well I'll be at both games. So I will be at Staples Center twice. I went I went uh I left Santa Monica, so I went downtown uh for the first time and uh I was like 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 driving. And I did get to go past Staples Center, so I finally got to see it. That was a cool feeling, being like, hey. Did you rent a car? No, uh, carpool. I tell you what, it takes you two hours to go 12 miles. What is that all about? Wait, wait, wait. You were, dr- you were driving a car? No, I you just were mean. in a driven car. I was in a car where oh, okay. one of my coworkers was driving. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, the whole LA Live area is cool. Downtown's a little 
I don't think people hang out in downtown very much, but nothing to da- do. Yeah, there's not a lot down there, but LA Live is cool. I uh yeah, traffic just cool. isn't fun. Oh, and then I did also uh finally eat at a food truck. Tacos? I, it was a taco truck, but I got a quesadilla. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. So you're we're gonna you're gonna save Roscoe's for me, right? We're gonna do Thanksgiving Roscoe's. <laughs> I'm telling yes. you, I get I get I, my flight leaves. I leave on Thanksgiving Day at noon to LA, so that means I'll get to get here about what three o'clock. No, it's a five hour flight. But yes. oh, but it's a three hour. It'll so be like it's... one p.m. two p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if oh, Roscoe's is day. open. If they're we got open. all day. Yeah, if they're open. Cool. Second thing, um, I'm not – we've talked about it on the show. I think we did – we hammered at home last week, I think. Mm-hmm. We uh, are not the people to complain about rotations to. Pass. Yeah. But – and there is a but. I'm going to be that guy. Are what did Hamadou about... what okay. what did, what did, what did do, do? What did he do? What? Yeah. Why is he in jail? Why did it, that team option is looking pretty nice right now? <laughs> That's a good question and one that kind of slipped our mind. We have we'll have we have practice again today, um, so maybe I'll ask Dwayne about that. I will ask Dwayne about that. It kind of got lost after the game because um, after a game like that, I'm not going to ask why he played Rodney McGruder over Hamadou Diallo. That's just not a in question the first you ask. Quarter. Yeah, that's not a question you ask after a game like that. <sighs> Um, that's a practice question. So yes, I forgot about that on Sunday to ask. So I will ask today. Um, clearly there's something there. Um, whether it's, uh, stuff we don't, I mean, again, I think fans, one thing that they forget about is yes, there is a guy that may have more potential than somebody else and he's not playing, but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know if a guy's practicing well, you don't know X, Y, and Z. So um, I will ask, try to get an answer. Cool. But yeah, that was that caught me by surprise. I didn't. I thought there was a chance Hamadou would start. James is gonna stand up on his on his chair on media row, be like Dwayne. I mean, free my boy. I don't think that. Uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, <laughs> that's not my boy. He's a nice guy. Second of all, uh, I if I don't know that. Playing Rodney Magruder a few minutes instead of Hamadou, like if that really like ruined your weekend, I feel right. Bad for I you. was I I I thought of it more of a meme. I was like, <laughs> wow, Rodney Magruder first quarter minutes. I tell you what, uh, I meant to start. I was going to start the show in my own way, but then you decided that you wanted to do your little bully Nick thing and get everybody on James's side for if, like there's a divorce happening and people have to choose sides. There's not. We're fine. Yeah. Uh, I meant to say that this is a Motor City Cruise podcast now. Had a lot of fun watching that game. Where'd you watch it at? So I it's it's, I didn't it's w- it streams for free on YouTube. Okay, yeah, I didn't get it. I was trying to follow along on Twitter when I could. I was in, I was in a wedding on Saturday, so yeah, you had the bow tie. I had the bow tie. I had the bow tizzle. I was in a wedding, so I didn't get a chance to watch it. But Sabin forty two, um. Garza, what, 20... 26 and 10 or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you know Saban who... Saban looked, looked good. I saw the highlights. Saban, uh, 14 and 24. He had 42 and 8. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple steals. Oh, he really had, quick. What, uh, Pistons fans that said Corey should never play again. Corey would have 50 in the G League, just so you know. He would, he would put up wilt numbers. 
like, come on, like, you know how much old man game he would give? He would go to the line 25 times. I texted you and was like, no way you're going to believe who's playing in this game. I couldn't believe it. Our guy, Kyle Guy, was playing. Bucket. And he was he was giving us. I'm the getting work. a bucket on Kyle. No, Guy. he was giving us the business. We couldn't stop Kyle Guy. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" Because he's a G League player. He's right where he belongs. I think Saban uh, and Luca looked the. Way, it's like when you're in the summer league. It's what you want to see. It's like when your second year guys in the summer league and he lights it up. You're like, "Yeah, I would. I should hope so." Yeah. And and so when Saban and Luca play as well as they did, I'm like, "Cool." When Jamarco Pickett it like hits a spot up corner three. Off the catch, I'm like, oh, cool. Like, yeah. That's cool. You know who looked good? And it, Shout out bo- to DJ Baker. For Shout out to DJ win. Baker, 100%. Yeah. Uh, you know who looked good? And it surprised me because there's somebody who's not typically nice to him. Is Derek Walton. Did yeah, 12 bad. boards, right? Did he have that many? I, I think I remember. saw the post-game video of the team in the locker room, and DJ said he had – I think he said he had 12 boards. The guy who I thought looked the most interesting – and this is the guy who I'm like, maybe he should be on a two-way. Uh, Jalen Johnson. Boy, oh, boy. It's is he, Yeah. Is he not just a slower Hamadou? I mean, he's got he – there was one sequence where he snatched a, a board offensively, just with reached back with one hand, palms it, and brings it back down. Um, he doesn't have a ton of foot speed, but he is just long, and he is fun to watch. Just a big body, super, super strong. Um Liked him. Uh, and then, oh, what I said about this guy was for somebody who has been transactionally tortured by this organization, it made me happy to see Dave playing well. Yeah, I saw when I was able to check in on Twitter during the game, I saw Dave was hitting shots. He was yeah. he was knocking them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a – I don't like when he tries to go off the dribble and I don't because I don't think he can dribble. And yeah. I don't think he could like if you want to hit stuff off the catch, ah, great. But there's every time he plays, and I don't know if people remember this, your guy, John Hollinger, when we drafted him, was like literally this is the worst player in the draft. <laughs> like he, John Hollinger hated that pick. Yeah, and he ripped it apart. I don't know if you remember that. I don't know if anybody I, remembers. I that. vaguely remember it. And I was I've been thinking about this a lot lately. You know what feels great. Just you think about it, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Wow, I haven't had to think about this thing, yeah, in a long time." The benefit of having a team where you're the fourth youngest roster in the league is the Jordan Bones, the Lewis Kings, the Kyrie Thomases. Lewis of the King world. got off in the G League opener too actually you know what i'm not going to disrespect him because he's nice like he's actually Luke, Luke nice. King is nice yeah he is he is real life nice yeah but the the jordan bones and the Kyrie thomases and the you know of the world yeah like well maybe they should just get minutes you know why, why can't we give them a shot it's like no if you have a good team like those guys exist for the bucks last year it was sam maryland jordan wara and now jordan war is playing actual minutes but um you get what i'm saying do you remember yeah. how annoying this gets Oh yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, or like with Servetus, it's a thing too. And I'm like, no, you have to have a 15th man, and that's all that they are, and yeah. it's fine. But when you have a team as young as this one, everybody is just that guy. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think people, 
when you hear the words rebuilding, it's like, why don't we just give all our young guys a shot? It's like, well, you got to have some semblance of structure and rotation. And some guys just aren't ready. Um, funny, not funny Dave story, but kind of weird Dave story. Um, when we say Dave, for people that don't serve Vetus. So it was either Thursday's game against the Bucks or Friday against the Nuts. The, the Nuts. <laughs> the Nets. <laughs> Friday right against the Nets. Uh, they had the Motor City Crews at the game and they like put them on the jumbotron and they were like sitting up in a section in the arena. And I just remember like, look, I was looking over at Rod and I'm like, man, like Servita's probably looking around and like, man, I sit on the bench here. He's like, I've been on the bench. Now they got me like, I'm, I'm like a fan. I'm in the, yeah. I'm in the stands. It was just like, I'm sure he was, I'm sure life has been weird for him the last year, ah. um, but I'm glad, I'm glad to see him get buckets. Cause he seems like a really nice guy. Um, and I'm very surprised. I'm not surprised. It's the BNC, but I'm very surprised. We um, we talked about the G League before we talked about Cade's fourth quarter some glimpses in against Brooklyn. And before we get to that, I would like to very quickly bring up Balsa Koprovica. <laughs> <laughs> Shout uh, out to Balsa, wherever he uh, is. He's uh, yeah. I don't remember where he is. I forgot hey, where he went. I've been. I'm so sorry. We will talk about Cade in just a second. I'm going to bring up something that doesn't matter. Uh, for no particular reason whatsoever, recently I was thinking about Mason Plumley, And then I remembered to myself, I swear to God, he had a, like a 10% trade kicker. So we had to pay him more money, right? I'd have to go back and look. Pretty sure he did. He might. That sounds familiar. I'd have to go back and look, though. That sounds familiar. Pretty sure that's true. So uh, we owe, yeah, we had to pay him more money because we traded him. I don't remember. Um, anyways. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, Cade, fourth quarter Cade. I it was like, I, it, it, I, it was the clutch score that we thought he was gonna be. He didn't like take over. He didn't, yeah, yeah. There was just you know, moments. But, there was you could see, and I wrote about it after the game. You could see, you could see he's ready for that moment. He he stared down Patty Mills off a of pick and roll ISO danced with him three, and we have to remember he hit a corner three shortly after. That. We have to remember it takes a lot of balls for a 20 year old who was oh for 21 from three or one from 20 one from 19 from three up till then so that says a lot about him um and a good i think it's a great sign made some good passes some good reads he was that was a fun that was a fun quarter to to be to cover to to be in the building for it was i know for me where the reporters were talking after the game like we kind of needed one of those it's kind of one of those games where it's like, oh, like this could go one way or another. Oh, it's kind of loud in here, and it's there's a lot of people. Like it was just a wake me up. It was you just it hadn't really been. Uh, it just hadn't been like I mean, yeah, they were still figuring stuff out. Kate had just come back. It was early in the season. But that was kind of the first like, okay, like people felt. It was the first time all your people felt like excited about the, the yeah. start of the year. Yeah, maybe um, I take that back. Maybe the first Chicago game because that was close too. Uh, but this was yeah, but there was no was Cade in that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, DeAndre Bembry flopped. He's on my list. I hate DeAndre Bembry. Cade crossed him. That wasn't a push off. It was he so got... hard to see because so I was Cade was straight directly in front of me, so his back was to me. I couldn't tell if he crossed Bembry or pushed off. It was. And I saw the highlight later. It was a shake. Hundred percent. Yeah. DeAndre Bembry just, like, I mean, just sailed on out of there. Yeah. Uh, the, the good old D. Wade. The, the old. The old D. Wade. He, Dwayne Wade. He got, or he hit somebody with it once, or he got hit with it. I forgot. I will, once again, as has become a weekly tradition. D. 
Do you believe in Killian shooting right now? 38% from three. What the hell was that shot he put up from the corner against Milwaukee? That was shocking. At Cash. the end of the clock? No yeah. shot. No Cash. shot. I still don't believe that went in. <laughs> the catch and shoot numbers, man, have looked pretty good. And that, yeah. You've seen more Kate on the ball and more Killian off the ball the last few games. Maybe that unlocks Killian a little bit. Two things. One, uh, the weekly tradition of me saying uh, Josh baseline Jackson. I'm telling you. If he puts the ball on the floor and he's on the baseline, go to the other end of the court because it's a bucket. He's sticking it. I've There's not a player in the league better than at work in the baseline than Josh Jackson. I'm dead serious. I'll take you for your word on that. I haven't done I, much baseline research. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask him about this one day and be like, do you realize you are the most efficient baseline scorer in basketball? In the history, Josh baseline Jackson. It's like Tony Sprinkle Fingers – Malone, the greatest bowler of all time. Uh, he's great. He's amazing. I love. I love Josh Jackson. I Do you? cannot get enough of Josh Jackson. And this I work with some people. I not really. Eh, it's a little bit I, of a development. I was a little bit like this last year. I just love the idea of him. I love the idea of this this overly aggressive, ambitious, trigger happy wing who is like also probably our best uh chase down block artist on the team. Yeah, he's he's good for one a game. He's like one he's, like arena shaker a game. Yeah. yeah. Like that's just what he does. If you had to if like if one guy on the team is good at like one specific thing uh with Mason Plumley uh, was good at scoring behind his bet behind scoring his head. behind his head. Yeah. Uh, Saban is good for killing one person at the rim every game. He, Josh Saban, is good. Yeah, Saban's good for the, the best missed dunk compilation yeah. of all time. Yeah, Josh yeah. Sadiq is. is uh, I tell you what, if he's pulling out, I know we talked about it last week, but if he's pulling out that, if he's doing one of those spin moves every week, whoo, he, he's getting clean with him. That Bucks game hurt. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of Giannis. I'm t- I'm I'm so sick yeah. of it. I'm so he's. I love him more than any. Like, I love 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 him, but I'm sick of him playing my basketball team. Plays him a lot. Same division. Why did to. I? Why did I believe? Why did I think anything would happen? Yeah, I don't know why you thought. No, that. but to be fair, I thought they had a chance if Giannis didn't play. As soon could as I, I saw Giannis predicted, was playing, I mean, it was over. If you go seven for forty-five from three, yeah, yeah, the shooting, um, it got better in the Nets game. I think they got, if I recall, they got it up to thirty-three percent, but it was under thirty for most of the game. In that fourth quarter, they were able to get some to go. The shooting, man, I'm not. Sh- it's early, so let me not. I was, I was, I was leading the charge. Just be patient. The shots are going to fall. It's early season. Shots typically don't fall as at a great rate early in the season. I asked Dwayne about that. He, he said, obviously, defense is ahead of offense to start the year. And we've all seen the numbers. Detroit is generating really good shots for the most part. Um, I think they're still going to go in, but I a little bit more like it's. This is a long time of shots not going in, <laughs> even it's, though it's early in the season. It is, and it's the new ball thing. I'm going to tell you something. I have a take. I'm going to be spreading this all week across Please. all of our buckets videos, so spread people it, will be hearing spread me. Spread it like Rudy. Ah, that was bad. The guy who was offsides, the Make yeah. a Wish guy who was offsides. Offsides. Yeah, Rudy. Talking about soccer. Oh, oh no, I was talking about uh, Gobert. 
Oh. Him touching all the phones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, spread it like Rudy. Jesus, man. Yeah, um, sorry. Uh, don't remember. Don't re- Oh, oh. Here is the most uh, simple way that I can articulate whether or not you are a hooper or if you're just a basketball player. If you if complain you're about in, the ball. If you're in a slump and you say it's the ball, not a hooper. <laughs> you're not a hooper. Like KD was like, nah, it's just a basketball. That's because KD's a fucking hooper. Yeah. Do yeah. you like this take? I'll say I, I, <laughs> I I'll say this. I always tend to play both sides of the fence. It's a basketball. There are people in this league shooting it well. I will say, though, as somebody who hates fresh out of the box basketballs, I understand how it how a non broken in basketball could take some time out can affect shooting. Like they are slippery. Hey, man, I shot the shit out of that thing at that facility. If I can do it, people getting paid two million dollars a year can do it. I think shot the shit is a little strong. You weren't there. I saw clips. I didn't post all the clips. Dude. I'll tell you what. I'm not apologizing, but good for Trey Lyles. I think I've said this before, but yeah. good for him. Just was, Mr. Consistent. Yeah, he hasn't been bad. He has not been bad. Um, didn't know what to expect from Trey. I know there was obviously a lot of – I remember watching him in college. There was a lot of potential. Or early on in his career, they showed some stuff, and then the last few years it was – didn't shoot it like people thought he would. X Y Z. Uh, he's been consistent. Yeah, you think he? I don't. He's definitely very, very low on the Pistons' list of problems for why they're one and eight. Ooh, you don't want me to ask you to give that list, surely. Well, the shooting. Oh, okay, um, you're gonna do that. Okay. The turnovers. Cade's uh, turned the ball over a bunch. Uh, Killian's turned the ball over. Uh, Jeremy's turned the ball over. That quote where Kill was like, yeah, I like playing off ball. I was like, oh, so you're going to be fine then. Cool. I have nothing to worry about. You're comfortable doing that and even enjoy it. Cool. We're safe then. If you're shooting 38% from three off ball, I'd enjoy it too. He's he's stepping into him. I mean, we've all talked about last year. We used to, when he would hit three, feet set three, Kill hits a feet set three. Like, Mm -hmm. definitely there's a – a much bigger uh, uptick in his efficiency from distance when it's catch and shoot versus off the dribble. I tell you what, people are going to go through hell picking a hill to die on because it's either beeline ruined Cade's jump shot. That narrative is nuts. Or it's nuts. Beeline saved Killian's jump shot. Like <laughs> it's got to be one. It's got to be one. Funny enough, I haven't even both. seen the Killian. St- I haven't even seen people like give Beeline praise for how Killian shooting, but I've definitely seen all the keep Beeline away from Kate. It's like you guys are Wild. ridiculous. Wild. Wild. That's like when uh, people used to bring uh, used to blame the the medical people for uh, Reggie turning his ankle. Like it's just the, the <laughs> fan. I think that I always like as a journalist. Like when fans say this stuff, it's like I always do. We just tell them like too much. Like do we not? Should we not even have told them what Beeline does? Like they're just using. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we should just not let them know that Beeline's around. Because like to say he's first of all, Cade's shot does not look it to me look broken any different than summer league. Uh, secondly. His shot looks good. It's just not going in, and I would chalk that more up to a guy who's, uh, I don't know, 
playing basketball for the first time in a five on five NBA basketball for the first time since uh, ever. Uh, summer league doesn't count. Um, he shot the ball well in summer league. His legs are getting under. Like to blame Beeline is insane. And there was a lot of people bringing up Beeline when it comes to Kate shooting struggles. What was the quote? I think Beeline said he he just wanted more arc. Isn't that what it was? Or he wanted a yeah. higher release point, I think? Yeah, 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 And I talked with, when I did that story talking to Cade's brother and cousin, Cade's brother told me that sometimes his release is too low. Like, that's something that they work on, too. So, and I would say, just talking to coaches throughout my time covering the league, like, not many, they don't really tweak player shot in, shots in season. So, yeah, no, that's not something that happens. It took Lonzo three years to have a new jumper. Yeah. yeah but every year it was a little bit yeah, different. He came back with some different. Yeah. And Cade's jumper is not ever going to need the type that type of reconstruction. I'm actually, like, he is one of the prettiest jumpers on the team, if we're being honest. Yeah. Sure. Because yeah, so, that's the funniest thing about the prettiest. Sadiq. Sadiq's is gross. I wouldn't call it gross, but it's definitely, like, it's unique. He's like I that shooter. You, you know what? You know how you know Sadiq's a shooter? Because he has like a form that's like unique to him. Like people might remember Kevin Martin. Yeah. Burner. Strap. Ugly, ugly, weird jump shot. Sean Cash, Marion though. was the same. Sean yeah, Marion but, shot. But he that wasn't shit a shooter though. Well, but he, no, but but if yeah. he ever did. <laughs> but if he ever was, if she was, she would look. She would be cute if she looked different. He shot. He he. he, he, he had a nice clip. Well, I'm three. talking about like shooters. So like. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. There's like the, yeah, like the Kevin Martin. Um, and Sadiq's jumper is nowhere near as gross as Kevin Martin's. Let's get that clear. Sadiq's jumper isn't gross to me. It's just the release point is low, and he doesn't jump very high. Kevin it, Martin it fits his body type very well. Kevin Martin uh, was a strap. One of my favorite players in NBA history for one reason, because of how monumental his impact was to the way that the league ended up shaping out for the decade. Yep. So he for was those the who pre- don't. Oh, go ahead. You're going to tell him. Go ahead. He was the precursor to the whole James Harden thing. Mm-hmm. Um, just the idea of threes and free throws. Um, yep. He was like the original for that. He was up um, there, yeah. And so Daryl Morey saw Kevin Martin and was like, okay. And then was like, wait, James Harden. And it just, and then, you know, the decade of basketball that we know now was born. And then, and I talk about this one a lot, Kevin Martin was in my favorite almost trade ever it was the kevin martin and kevin love for clay thompson and harrison barnes and that was the year so that was 2000 the summer of uh what 14 or 15 oh when k when kmart well i shouldn't call him kmart because that's for Kenyon martin but when kevin martin was in minnesota right yep yeah and so because the warriors were like we don't want to lose clay they balked kevin love got shipped to cleveland instead yep yeah and the rest was history. And he's still there. And he's still there. <laughs> still getting checks. from see him, see him this week. From Kobe Altman. Oh, that's right. They're playing here. I, I, Cade versus the number two pick, number three pick, and number four pick all in a row this week. Do you care? Oh, of course I care. I'm not, like, worried. Right. You, you know what, what I'm worried for? What are you worried for? I don't want to play the Kings. Because, and I know that Cade was fine against Davion in college. But I'm terrified of Davion Mitchell. The Jalen Green thing, I just hope everybody has fun. The Evan Mobley thing, there's no competition there. Who cares? The Scotty Barnes thing, I feel like that matchup's not going to happen a ton. 
it's Davion Mitchell. It's that man who scares me. I see what you're saying. That's. I think so. We'll you're kick thinking their it. Ass, you're but... thinking it from a from a, how does Cade perform perspective? Yeah, yeah. I see. Yes. Like individually versus the like actual matchup. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Davion uh, would be the most annoying of that group. I agree. I don't think him and Scotty will get matched up much. Uh, Mobley could be annoying when trying to get at the rim, obviously, or I don't know if I'm trying to get Evan Mobley switched on to me. But, yeah, that's interesting. I wonder if that's ever happened before, like where the number one pick plays two, three, and four He's in on that tour. order in a yeah. row. Yeah, He's punk and giddy, too, whenever that happens. That's Did free. I apologize to Josh Giddy on here? I yes, apologize somewhere want, else. If you want to do it again, I don't. I don't, I'm not mad at it. He, he won't be in Australia next year. Yeah, you you were big time wrong about that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I said it on the basketball buds pod when I in his 10 seconds of summer league play before he got hurt, he just <laughs> he dribbled like a stick figure, like how I would picture a stick figure dribbling. Now it's like this this is not going to fly. He dribbled like Greg Heffley from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good reference. Uh Still writing those books too. Oh, those, those books! books? Still yeah, the Diary of a Kid book books. Those are still coming out. Uh, big, I was a big Captain Underpants guy when I was younger. Oh, that was it. That was it for me. That Facts. was that's my age group. Yeah, dude, the Scholastic Book Fair stacked the, up on the the Flipporamas, Flipporamas that that yep. would be in the book. You know what I'm talking yep. about? And it would be like place them here. Bop, 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 bop. So good. Bing bang boom. Um, all righty, you got a record? Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, hold on. Let me just make sure. Any other Pistons stuff we didn't cover? Um, I, was, with this low start, if it continues like this, are we making a trade, or do we not care enough? No, nah, like, okay, if you looked at their schedule to start the year for the first nine games, what's their record in your eyes? This. Okay. Maybe one more dumb win, like against Atlanta or something. Is, but yeah, Or Chicago, one of the Chicago, yeah. Sure. Um, so, no, I don't think so, and I also just don't think there's anybody to trade right now. Right, um, and it's like, oh no, we're losing. You, you, yeah. Good, you're playing well then. Like, yeah, know, you're on the right track. I don't think there's any panic in paradise. Um, gosh, I thought there was something I wanted to bring up. Okay, no, I didn't. Um, album. Oh, I was trying to think if I had a story time from this week. Did mm. anything happen? Mm. Um. Hey, did you listen to Ben Reaper 2 yet? Nope, did not. You did you didn't even listen to the track with Miles? With my, yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Did you like yeah. it? It's hard, man. It's not you know me. Come on. I know. And but I it was Miles had some lines that were funny. Did, did you uh went behind my back like 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 Zach Levine? Yeah. See, that's that's not that's not an NBA player who raps. That's a rapper who plays ball. There's a difference. I just like Damian Lillard's raps are like I'm in the NBA and I think that's a okay. And no, Miles he Bridges doesn't have verse for Miles. Miles Dame no, has bars. He's Will Smith, and no. Miles. No, he's 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 nice. But I'm just saying, Damian Lillard is an NBA player who raps. Miles Bridges is a rapper who plays ball. I think it's the other way around for both, but oh, it also comes down to the type of rap we both enjoy. I that's yeah, you yeah. appreciate you're more into the and, you're yes. more into the Detroit drill stuff, uh, but I, I do appreciate Miles' lines. And you're right; it does all sound the same. Yeah, it, does. <laughs> it all sounds the same, but it's all hard. <laughs> I respect it. 
I, what is, what's my line? That what did Miles say? I got shooters in the D like Dwayne. I Casey. got shooters in the D like I'm Dwayne. Like I still Casey. don't know how the league has not like <laughs> talked to him privately about some of the stuff he says. And Wild. the thing is, like he's not a. I don't know Miles well, both from Flint and we know people who know the same people. I, he's not about that life, so it's like family man, two kids, great guy, nice kid. Like yeah, says a lot of reckless shit, but it's it is kind of tight. Are you frozen? Or are you just? Uh yeah, uh, we're having we uh, a, a, an issue. My internet just dropped. Okay, right as we're closing down. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we had technical difficulties, but we're back. What else is new? We're back just to leave again. We're back just to be like, bye, James. What's your record? Uh, I forgot to do this last week. We Halloween passed, which was also I think one year since we lost the great MF Doom. Uh, so I'm going with King Ghidra, which is one of MF Doom's personas. Take me to your leader. That's my pick. Um, going to be bumping Doom all week hmm. on uh, on the road. Go to Houston and Cleveland. Not doing Toronto. Not messing with the uh, the testing and all that stuff with, when it comes to the border. Do you go to? Oh, you just need an enhanced license. No, 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 I'm talking about uh, vaccine and proof. No, of... I know. I was just because I'm sorry. I was going to be like, wait, do you ever go to Toronto? Because I was like, do you even have a passport? And I was like, well, I forgot you don't need one. Well, I do have one. Do you? I, oh. do, have, I do have a passport. Yeah. Where have you been? To Toronto. That's it? Jamaica. Okay. Uh, that's it. I'm trying cool. to go to London next summer. Cool. I'll get us some tickets. That. All right. We'll be live from London, ladies and gentlemen. Boys, are hey, if anybody's gonna be at the Pistons and uh, at the Pistons games in LA, let us know. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, we or could if do, you want to uh... be, if you want to go to Roscoe's Thanksgiving with us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that's a private uh, thing. If you want to, if you want to candidly take pictures of James and I having a date, you can do that. Yeah, if you want to be paparazzi, yes, you can find us at Roscoe's in Compton on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. Um, Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. You didn't pick an album. Uh, Bin Reaper 2. I knew it. Fine. His and hers. It's classic. It's new snail mail records. Real good, actually. So which one's your pick? Yes. Okay. Thank you for that. Thank you for being you. Every time you do that, you always say, thank you for being you. And yeah. I never say that. I, <laughs> I've never I don't know said why that's that. my default. I don't know. <laughs> uh... If you made it this far, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very, very much for listening. If you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to write five stars, leave a review, subscribe if you're feeling generous. Wow, impressed. Don't forget to check out my Isaiah Stewart story on The Athletic. Yes. Bye. We will will catch you guys in the next one. P-E-A-C-E.